Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds. Boldly go where no one has gone before. Engage. Enterprise. Enterprise. This is Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Captain Catherine Janeway. Captain Sisko. This is Captain Jonathan Archer. Special Miss Burnham. Red alert. Photon torpedoes. Fire. The official Star Trek podcast. Engage. Engage. Make it so. With your host, Jordan Hoffman. That, sir, is illogical. And to make sure history never forgets. This is Engage. Hailing frequencies open, sir. And hello, everybody. Welcome back to a very special episode of Engage, the official Star Trek podcast. I am your host, Jordan Hoffman. With me again is Engineer Brian. Say hello, Brian. Hey, Jordan. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, Brian, we never told the listeners what your last name is, and I don't think we ever should. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Unless you want to out yourself. Sure. I mean, I, I've actually commented on the page before. Maybe people have noticed. Maybe they haven't. People have noticed. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage... The greatest engineer anyone could ever hope for, <laughs> Mr. Brian Corson, yay, of New Jersey, USA. <laughs> you know, uh, it's funny. Let, let's let's take this a step further because I actually am on Twitter as well. But you always tell me to say I'm not. Oh snap! I had no idea. Yes, I am on Twitter at uh, Corsair. C O R E S H A I R. You you are a lurker. I am a lurker. Yes. <laughs> But now you just out your coarse hair, like somebody coarse who has hair. coarse hair. Uh, yes, it was it was like a like a, a childhood nickname that kind of like sprung because I had really big, awful hair. Um, oh. So it was coarse hair, uh, and it's just it's a great name for me to use because it, it it's never taken anywhere. <laughs> right, coarse hair or yeah. rhymes with horse hair. Yeah. So you're a lurker. I'm oh, a lurker. Man. Yeah. Do you, have you been following me the, for the year and a half that we've known each other? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, still waiting for you to follow back. Uh, nah. I didn't know. I didn't, when, I, when some <laughs> random dude named Coarsehair is following me, I never put it together. My picture I, I is there, track. but are you kidding me? No, oh, I'm this not is hilarious. Not. <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna as soon as we're done. All right, so listen. I guess what we should let people know is uh, it's a little bit of a bittersweet episode. This is, in fact, uh, listeners, the last episode. Of Star Trek, of Engage, the official Star Trek. Yeah, so podcast. don't say it's the last episode of Star Trek. That's no, no. no. It's, <laughs> it's the last episode of this podcast. It's been a long road getting from there to here. Um, and it's bittersweet because it's been a lot of fun. We started in June of 2016, and it is now April of 2018. So that's very close to two years. And for a podcast, I feel like that's a pretty good run, wouldn't you say? I would say so. Yeah, some podcasts, people get together and say, we're going to do a podcast, they do three of them, and then they drop it. So we lasted a while, and I do feel that, um, because although we do not have millions of listeners, we have many listeners, and some of them are in contact with me, and uh, 
uh, will be upset, and I appreciate that. So I want to be. I, I've always, you know, life in general, Brian. I think honesty is the best policy, wouldn't you say? I would agree. Yes. I think Captain Picard would agree also. So I want to. I want to lay cards on the table and explain why this show is ending, and also explain why you, the listener who maybe loves the show so much, sometimes on the internet you may feel the need to rally and start a letter-writing campaign and tweet and whatnot. There's there's no... Um, I would not recommend doing that in this case because you're going to have better luck talking to a wall than trying to get the show back going. So what happened is this. Um, when this show started in June of 2016, uh, the ball got rolling much earlier in the year. I would say February. It took from February to June to get everything going because that's the way things work sometimes. And... Um, you know, it was Star Trek's 50th anniversary year, and CBS, which is the property rights owner to all of the Star Trek brand with the exception of the motion pictures, although uh, if you read the news right now, it looks like Viacom and CBS are getting I back together. I have seen that, again. yes. So that'll be interesting. But uh, anyway, at the time, CBS was like, look, we really, we do so much, we do everything else with our brand. The one thing that we don't do with this brand is podcasts. So, um, CBS decided to make a Star Trek podcast because they had in their arsenal of companies uh, CBS Radio and a division of CBS Radio called CBS Local Digital, which is a, a mouthful of weird words, but that was the name of the company where Brian at the time worked. I'm, I'm leading to something now. Um, so, uh, you know, the deal was easy to do because it was all in-house. Uh, my friends at CBS, because I have been writing for Star Trek.com for some time, and I, uh, for those of you who go to the conventions, sometimes see my face in Las Vegas, where I'll be again this summer. Uh, actually, I'm going to be in Germany in a couple of weeks. Oh, Brian, wow. I don't even know. I don't even know if I told you that. I'm going to be, this happened very last minute. I'm going to be in Dortmund, Germany in, in just a few weeks, and then, uh, Later this year, there's the possibility of me being in Bingham, uh, Birmingham, Birmingham, England. So um, I'll still be around at the conventions. Um, so anyway, it seemed like an, an easy fit. Why don't we get Jordan Hoffman to host the show? Because uh, he's knowledgeable, and, and we know him, and he's willing to do it. So, <laughs> so that's what happened. Uh, and then Brian was tasked to be the engineer, and it was a big love fest, and it was great. And, you know, you look back on the show, uh, you know, you go to the iTunes page or, or wherever, and you look at the guests we got. It was tremendous. I'm really proud of the people we have on the show, from the new show, from the old show, from the films, you know, Simon Pegg, Doug Young, uh, you know, from from the, everybody, from the John Billingsley on Enterprise to George Takei to... Um, gosh, who else have we had on? We've had uh, Ethan Phillips and, and, and Robert Picardo and Nana Visitor and then also people that are not necessarily attached to Star Trek like uh, Dean Pariseau who directed uh, um, Galaxy Quest and you know these are all people in the archives and then other scientists and writers that we've had on, friends of mine and um, you know uh, cultural critics and whatnot. So I feel like uh, we have a really nice fun and diverse roster. Now, <clears throat> I'm not answering the question, though, why is this wonderful train coming into the station? Things are going well. Um, and things are going well. You know, we have a good listenership. Uh, we have sponsors and we have, uh, you know, the numbers. Like I said, it's not millions of people who listen, but it's a, it's a nice amount. But um, CBS, big corporation, they do a lot of things and they sold CBS radio to another company. And when I say CBS radio, that's a lot of things. If you live in the New York area, that's 1010 Winds Radio. Oh, the yeah. biggest news radio service in the world, 1010 Wins. They say more Americans get their news from 1010 Wins than any other source. 
uh, and WCBS FM, which is uh, you know the the oldie station and a lot of other radio stations. And that was sold to a company called Entercom, which, uh, you know, this was this is not a secret. This was in the, if you follow the trades or you follow the Wall Street Journal or whatever, you would have read about this. So, um, uh, you know, it was a deal. And part of that roll-up was uh, this group of uh, other companies within CBS Radio, including the the small subset, subset, small subset of the people that made the original podcasts <clears throat> and this star trek podcast was one of a number of original podcasts so fast forward a couple of months after the acquisition and intercom uh made a business decision which i do not take personally it's just one of those things where they decided that by and large they do not want to be in the business of, of producing original podcasts um brian am i getting my facts basically straight here yeah the, no you're you're on the nose i'm on the nose okay so it wasn't like they said Star Trek sucks, let's dump it. They said, we are a company that focuses on a lot of things, and what we focus on is radio. And we are, and even though podcasts may be the wave of the future, we're not interested in having in-house original podcasts. They might syndicate from other places or blah, blah, blah. So uh, basically, we were given X amount of days notice. And with... with uh, <clears throat> and that's just it. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, I do want to say emphatically that CBS and Star Trek, the brand, have been nothing but fantastic to me and this show. Uh, they flew me out to L.A. to be on the red carpet for Discovery when we brought that audio back. They've flown me out to Vegas. They've, you know, they brought us audio back from San Diego Comic-Con with uh, Brian Fuller. <clears throat> Should I tell a secret about that? That um, do I even know this? that episode? <laughs> I don't. I might not have told you because at the time we had just started. This is one of the earliest things. And oh, we didn't know each other that way. I didn't want to seem like a braggart. <laughs> but what had happened was Brian Fuller, who now has nothing to do with Star Trek Discovery at the time, in 2016, was still the the, the showrunner, and he was giving a presentation in Hall H at San Diego Comic Con, and um. We have that audio. That audio is somewhere in the archives of this show, you know, probably episode six or something. And to make a long story short, at the very last minute, somebody, I don't know who asked me to do it, somebody in Brian Fuller's camp sent out a red flag of like, we need somebody to, to like pepper up the intros and put them in Star Trek ease, basically. Which is writing that I do a lot of because... Uh, okay, I do remember. You did tell me this. <laughs> so, like, uh, for another thing that I do, and again, thanks to my very good relationship with the people at CBS and Star Trek who are wonderful to me, um, I did some stuff on the Star Trek cruise. And so if you go to the Star Trek cruise, you get a newsletter, and guess who is involved in writing that newsletter? It's me. My name isn't on it, but somebody's got to take... The information of like you know how to book your cabin and make it sound fun like you know <laughs> red alert uh, you know this is a this is a uh, you know on screen and then the video plays you know somebody's got to do that so um, anyway somebody was like oh my god somebody has to make Brian Fuller's intro before the Q and A funny in Star Trek and I'm thinking Brian Fuller's written nine thousand episodes of star trek how is this in my inbox right now and i don't remember who asked me to do it but anyway i did it turned it around very quickly as a favor to the brand because i love star trek <clears throat> and
and I said, here are some jokes if you're going to introduce, because he was going to introduce, I think it was like one member of the cast from every series. So I think it was Jerry Ryan from from Voyager. Uh, you know, I, I don't remember. Odo, I don't remember. It was a wharf. I don't know who else was on the, the panel, but it was somebody from each series. So I wrote like an intro with jokes. And let's say I sent him 25 jokes. 24 of them were dismissed, but one of them made it in. (laughs) And I was very proud. And I had a lot of friends that were at Hall H, you know, kind of like doing a live blog of that. I'm like, that joke, that's mine, that one there. So anyway, I bring this all up because, um, yeah. So again, Star Trek and CBS are, are great to me. And this decision has nothing to do with them they don't they simply don't own the they don't you know when when intercom bought cbs radio cbs just is like you might as well talk to any other company talk to general motors has nothing nothing to do with cbs they don't own the property for this podcast anymore um and intercom uh decided to cancel it i don't and uh, that is not a call to arms to get on intercom's case either because they just don't want it. That's just, this is that's all there is to it. So again, don't angrily tweet at the official at Star Trek handle. In fact, if anything, if you want to tweet at the official at Star Trek handle, tell them thank you for letting the show exist as long as it has, because it was their idea. The people at the at Star Trek official Star Trek handle is one of two or three people, and they're all wonderful people that I work very closely with. So that is the deal with that. Oh, and if you, by the way, if you follow Star Trek on Facebook and you leave obnoxious comments, don't do that anymore. Because <laughs> the very nice people have to delete those. <laughs> so stop. Um, so that's kind of the deal. But it's been a long, uh, it's been a long road, and Brian has come a long way. You were always a Star Trek fan, but now you are a new, new man. You've been reborn with your love. I've of Star absolutely Trek. been. Yes, I, I was a fan as, as I, was, I was younger, but uh, I remember the, the we did like a test audio uh, very early on, and. I was just not prepared at all, and I was very like, 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 oh god, I don't know enough. I'm gonna be horrible, and I probably was in that test audio. Thankfully, that's gone forever. Um, but wait, I, I don't. Rem- when did we do test audio? We 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 did a test episode before we did the uh, the EW um, uh, premiere episode. <laughs> we did. See, it was so bad that you don't even remember doing it. <laughs> I have no recollection of it. Was it in the old studio? It was in the old studio. Yes, I remember because I was mortified. <laughs> How, was it just like five minutes or something? No, it was or? like 20 minutes or so. Good God. I don't remember that yeah. at all. Uh, that that I was really don't. We had literally met five minutes before we started recording oh. it. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll believe that. I do remember our first episode <laughs> zero was um, with um, uh, our Darren Franick at, at, at EW over the phone where we started talking and said, hey, why don't we just make this an episode? Because we've been yapping for a long time. And then... Since we're telling secrets, the first official episode we had was when um, Weird Al Yankovic came in. Yes, and I, I said something really embarrassing to him. I don't even have I I cringe to even remember it, so we cut it out. Do you remember us cutting something out? Uh yes, I do remember cutting a few things out of the episode. Yeah, I, don't I can't what it was. I can't say it. I can't. It's so <laughs> it's something that if I said it to anybody else, um. It's it, oh yes, I do you remember, remember this. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, I was, was I was almost gonna suggest. Let me go find it and put it at the end of this episode. But no, no, god, no, no, I, god, I no. Great. I mean, it was something that I inadvertently, inadvertently said something that could have been misinterpreted as a very offensive remark. 
Um, and yes. I don't. I'll never know whether Weird Al. No, just the, the man he, is a saint. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm he, sure I, that he, he yeah, probably understood it was a mistake. And <laughs> yeah, it's fifty-fifty that he didn't even catch it. And if he did catch it, I think he knew that I didn't mean anything by it. Yeah, but it was something agree. that I was very embarrassed by. Um, because something uh, something very tragic happened in Weird Al's real life that is not really well known. But if you you know read his Wikipedia page, you could find out. And I had sort of made a joke about something that could have been after the fact misinterpreted as a reference to that event, which I never meant to do. Yes. It hit me hours later. I'm like, oh my God, I wonder if when I said X, he thought I was talking about this. It was like a straight up Larry David thing. Yes, absolutely. And this was the (laughs) first thing that we'd recorded. And I'm like, Jesus, I can't be around celebrities well weird al is celebrity i don't know but you know <laughs> whatever you want to call him but he was a nice man i mean he was terrific and if he was offended he sure as shit didn't show it because he hung around later and took pictures with us so i think it was fine but it was just me being like i gotta be more careful around people and um <laughs> that was it i think other than that i don't think i offended anybody uh while they were in the studio no i think we if- did pretty good other than that yeah <laughs> yeah i mean I'm, I'm sure it happens more more regularly than i than, than I would realize. But no, other than that, I think it was all right. So that's what's going on with the show. Uh, but again, I want to stress that, um, you know, the links are still out there. So if you just discovered the show and you're working backwards, because I do hear that from some people. Oh, I just, you know, oh, I'm, I, because this is episode 89 or so. I, I think um, we're in the, we're at 90, I think. This will be 90. Yeah. If, if you're working backwards, those links are not going to die. Um, uh, eventually, <clears throat> if they're, we have to do a little moving around, but those links should not die. And if they do die, it's temporarily. If, if, if you happen to click one day and it's not there, wait 12 hours and they'll come back. But they're, they're, those links will be fine. And, um, you know, it's been a wild ride and I'm still around and I'm certainly doing Star Trek stuff. And, uh, the other question, again, just to preemptively answer questions so that I don't have to answer them later to people who maybe approach is, uh, you know, uh, this is the official Star Trek podcast. Why don't I go and do a bootleg podcast, right? Which I guess I theoretically could do because there are a lot of other Star Trek podcasts out there that are bootleg podcasts. You know, one or two of them are actually even listenable. Um, and uh, the answer is I I don't want to do that because, uh, well, for a few reasons. Number one is when you uh, when you're when you're at the top, you don't want to. <laughs> you know, you know when you had it this good, when you had you know uh, the official CBS publicist coming to you and saying, "Oh, Mary Wiseman's in town," or "Oh, Sonequa Martin Green is in town," you know that's nice. And then to go and be an unofficial and have to you know poke around for guests is um, something that I'm not interested in doing. Um, but also, um, like I said, I I do maintain a sort of Although unofficial, and this is just me being 100% honest, and probably nobody needs to know this, but I just, you know, get it all out there. Um, I maintain a, an unofficial good relationship with the Star Trek brand. You know, I appear at festi- at, at the um, conventions um, because I love doing it, and, you know, they, they send me out there, and I do the cruise, and uh, I do not think that official CBS would tell me to not do a bootleg podcast, but I have a hunch that they would prefer that I not because, you know, it's one thing to be official and then to kind of use that 
to kind of promote myself or to even try to make money off of it by selling ads on another podcast. It would be something that is um, frowned upon. Well, it just it would be like a come on, you know. It, I, I don't even want to call it a slap in the face. I want to call it a. It's, it's almost like biting the hand that feeds you. A little bit, I, you know, nibbling. <laughs> nibbling, Let's say nibbling. nibbling okay. It's not biting. It's nibbling. <laughs> I I bet you if I did it tomorrow, if I announced that I'm doing an unofficial Star Trek podcast, nobody at CBS would bat an eye. They would never tell me no, but they might say to themselves, oh, "I wish he wasn't doing that." So instead of engage the official Star Trek podcast, we could be go the unofficial Star Trek <laughs> podcast. <laughs> go, <laughs> Captain Lorca's go. <laughs> uh, no. So the answer is uh, no one at CBS has told me not to do it, but I am not going to do it anyway. So uh, it's a conversation that never happened. So this truly is the last episode of the official Star Trek podcast. There are, like I said, other bootleg uh, Star Trek podcasts. Um, and if they want to have me as a guest, I'm happy to join. You know, I'd be honored. Uh, in, in, what's Transporter Room 3? My buddies. Scott Kalura, who's been a guest on this show, and uh, Phil Perillo. Uh, if you want to have me back on Transporter Room 3, you know my number. Um, and certainly any of the others. Uh, my friends at Priority One, uh, but it's mostly they cover uh, Star Trek Online, which I don't know anything about. But, you know, because we discussed that, you can go back and listen <laughs> to those episodes. They were great. They I were saw great, those yeah. guys at, um, I saw main guy uh elio i think is his name right uh, i forget his name but he's a very very nice guy i saw him in, in jersey city at a star trek event and he's wonderful i took pictures with him and, and i love that guy and um mckenna i believe is one of his counterparts and i saw her in las vegas these are all wonderful people so you the listener there are other star there's a million star trek podcasts out there find the one for you and you can continue to be happy. But, you know, since this is the last one, oh, shoot, you know what? It's the last one. So I have one more opportunity to tell listeners about Eagle Moss. Brian, do you know about Eagle Moss? Uh, um, let's say I don't, <laughs> even though I, I do, but I don't. Let's, let's say you love Star Trek. I do. And I'd say you love Star Trek and you're sad now that this podcast is closing. <laughs> you could take a little po a Star Trek home with you by uh, joining Eagle Moss, which is a mail service collection of small, but not too small, uh, replicas of all of the Federation and other planets' ships. Uh, you, the first one you get is the Enterprise D, and then after that, every two weeks, you get a new one with a full, glossy dossier, and they go from, you know, the mainstream ones, top-of-the-line ones, like the Enterprise D, all the way down to really weird, you got the shuttlecrafts, you got Cardassian ships, Vulcan ships, Talaxian ships, Breen ships, you name it, uh, it goes really deep, and these are not crappy, uh, pieces of junk these are very nicely made um uh die cast models hand painted and they used of course uh the original images from the show and the movies they scanned them high-res scans where they actually got the photos from all the way back from the 60s and that's how they make it so eagle moth you can check it out go to st-starships.com slash engage st-starships.com slash engage um, the first one is very inexpensive and then after that and there's free shipping and you can cancel any time return them if you want to but you're not going to want to return them because you're going to love these ships so that's the deal with that 
Now, speaking of Star Trek, a television program that we're all very fond of, Brian, I gave you an assignment for the last episode. And I completed this assignment. You did? Okay, good. Because <laughs> I, I actually didn't have time to rewatch it, but I feel like I have it branded in my so-called brain. I said to Brian, we, we're going to close out the show. And then my first instinct was like, oh, we got to get a bunch of really great guests for the last one to have a big party. I'm like, eh, screw that. Nobody wants to do that. This <laughs> um, time. And they canceled us, so screw them. We're not going to go out with a blast. We're going to literally phone this in. Um, I said, Brian, have you ever watched Spock's Brain? And you said, no. <laughs> Spock's Brain, for those of you who are listening who only like TNG or are not that familiar with TOS, is oftentimes cited as the worst episode of Star Trek. But I swear to you, it is not the worst. It's not good. But it's not the worst because it's really, really funny. It uh, is very funny. <laughs> It's just so unbelievably stupid. And, you know, Spock's brain is, um, you know, there's even a a fish song named Spock's brain. They were doing like some kind of jam and then they had a a thing where they're like, what should we name this song? And they gave them like a bunch of different options. And the one that got voted most was called Spock's brain. So, um so, Brian, what did you think of Spock's Brain when I gave you this lesson, um, this, this, this assignment? When did you watch it? Just yesterday? Uh, I watched it this morning, actually. <laughs> oh, my. It's so fresh I fell, in your mind. I fell asleep last night. I was supposed to watch it last night, and I fell asleep. I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot to watch it. So I downloaded it on Netflix, watched it on my bus right in. Uh, so I probably got some weird looks from the weird people on my bus, but yeah, whatever. I don't really care. <laughs> did you watch with headphones, at least? Oh, yes, of course, with headphones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It would have been bre- better... If you heard, uh, if they heard Luma the iMorg <laughs> shouting, brain and brain, what is brain? <laughs> you know, Spock's brain, it starts off ridiculous, then it gets like a regular Star Trek episode, and then it gets ridiculous again, and then it ends just complete stupidity. Yes, so, absolutely. Um, but the costumes are really great. <laughs> <laughs> You are not Morg. You are not iMorg. What are you? <laughs> what was your favorite part of Spock's brain? Um, my favorite part of Spock's brain. Uh, God, I, I have no idea. Um, I, I somehow really enjoyed the, uh, the, the 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 robot Spock that McCoy and Scotty were controlling. And right, by remote weird, control. And then the, the weird clicking noise and. <laughs> um, and also, still, I, I love how there was uh, brain surgery, but Spock has all his hair. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, I never thought of that. And I believe Spock makes Bones super smart for just as long as it takes for well, him to conduct n- the no, surgery. No, it's, it's Teacher. Teacher does that, which I don't oh, even understand right. how the hell that worked. I mean, I get how right. it worked, but what the hell was Teacher? I have no idea. It was it's <laughs> Teacher is, uh, he goes to the hair salon, right? He goes under a hair dryer. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And he goes, and then he becomes really smart. Just long enough to figure out how to plop the brain. Well, no, back no, in. no. Because the best part of it is that it's not long enough, and and oh. Bone starts freaking out. He's like, "Wait, what am I gonna do? I can't do this." I, I'm, right. I'm, and then then they they connect Spock's vocal cords, and he's like, "Oh, I can talk you through the rest of this." <laughs> sure, only my vocal cords are attached to my brain, but I can talk you through <laughs> brain surgery. <laughs> Yeah, there's some real doozies in that. Um, I believe the opening, went, went, like right after the opening credits, um, 
he's got Bones has got the great line, his brain is gone. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, it's one of the few episodes that really is like Gilligan's Island level dumb. Uh, yes, I, I feel like that that a lot of this episode was was just dramatic pauses. I mean, more so than any other episode. They probably could have cut this down to about half the runtime. <laughs> yeah. Now, what's amazing is Spock's brain was the first episode of the third season. Yes. And as you know, we've had B. Joe and John Trimble on this show. Go back in the archives, and they were the ones that started the fire to get the letter-writing campaign to save Star Trek and get a season three. And they are rightly held up as very important people in the world of American culture, because it was because of the third season that Star Trek was able to get into syndication, and because it was into syndication, it, it got into our collective unconscious in a way that so many other television shows did not, and that's when they brought it back for the motion picture and then for TNG. And, and that's why we have Discovery today. However, as B. Joe and John will tell you, we are responsible for getting... We're not responsible. They're responsible for kickstarting the letter writing campaign, but they are not responsible for the quality of the content <laughs> in season three. So I can just imagine what, they was, what it was like for them. I, I should ask them at some point. You know, they probably had a big party the night of season three's premiere, you know, whatever year, whatever night it was in September 1969, sitting around the old Zenith, and uh, Star Trek comes on, and it's Spock's brain. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing that they saved? Yes. (sighs) Season three is not all a bust. There's a lot of very good episodes of season three. The Day of the Dove, um, uh, Let That Be Your Last Battlefield. I mean, it goes. there's a, a lot of really great episodes, but Spock's brain is 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 rough. The morgue and the iMorgue. The morgue and the iMorgue. The morgue up on, on top side of the planet, can't do anything. And the iMorgue, oh, man. I feel like it, it, it's a it's a... Almost establishing a trope that many other uh, series have have used, uh, in, you know, since, uh, yeah. you know, with the, the 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 dumb wild you know males and the well, I guess the females are really aren't smarter, well, but that's in this just one, the thing they're all dumb. I mean, the the men are out there like you know a fire, and the, <laughs> the 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 ladies they look divine and they're wearing cute little skirts and everything, but they are complete airheads. You know, yeah. it's just. Uh, it's just hilarious, you know. And and then of course, you know, Spock will save them all by putting his floating brain in a hat. And this is like those shots. I mean, it's a, I mean, Leonard Nimoy that he was able to do that without cracking a smile. He had to be just completely, <laughs> completely stone faced as they move him around by remote control. And then I guess they did the voiceover later. He'd be like, "Ah, what a curious sensation to be floating in a non-corporeal state." <laughs> I mean, some of the some of the best the best things to see visually too is is that when they're using the uh, the little uh, the eye morgues are using the bracelet to cause them pain, uh, and they're just yeah. you, you see Scotty and Bones and Kirk just rolling around in agony, and then I know. Spock is just sitting there hunched over, motionless. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be it. Because when they yeah, listen. TOS, there's a lot of writhing around in agony. There's a lot of like, well, uh, yeah, yes, absolutely. A, but 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 to see have have him sitting there completely motionless. Yeah, is that's amazing. the thing is that usually he'd be writhing with them. Yes. There's a lot of wincing and grabbing your temples and. Uh, 
I mean, you know, William, Walter Koenig, that's all he did on the damn show was grab his temples and scream and <laughs> well, no, jump this, around like this, a lunatic. He had a very important role in this episode where uh, he heated the rock so he and the other uh, he and the red shirts could stay warm on the surface. And oh, then you, yes. And then you don't see them again the rest of the episode. No, because they realized that uh, Sulu had already done that in season one. So. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, you know, Heating the Rock, that's a good um, thing that I wanted to bring up again on this final episode of Engage, the official Star Trek podcast. Heating the Rock. Why do we stand in all in from Neolithic culture to now? We we as 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 people, as families, as friends, we gather around a warm spot. Why is that? Because that's where we heat our meals, right? Yes. But in t- you know where I'm going with this? Yes, I do. But in today's modern world, we oftentimes don't have the time to cook a home cooked meal and we sometimes order out or just eat junk. But I say to you, Brian, we do have enough time if we do it wisely. And do you know who's here to help us do this wisely? Yes, I do. Hello, Fresh. You do. That's right. It's our friends at HelloFresh. And at HelloFresh.com, you can get yourself, uh, you can get a good meal like you can at the YMCA. Uh, This is another mail order service um, where you sign up and for X amount of dollars per month, you get all the ingredients shipped directly to your door in wonderful cardboard packaging that can sit in your foyer all day and not worry about getting spoiled because they have it packed nicely with ice packs and whatnot. Uh, dry ice packs sometimes. Um, and what it is are simple meals to cook that are delicious, healthful, easy, and also well-proportioned. This is the key thing because, listen, uh, and also if you think you don't know how to cook, don't worry. They're going to talk you through it step by step. But the key thing for me is the, is the portions because a lot of times you want to cook a recipe, right? Oh, my friend made a great meal and she gave me the recipe and I looked at it and it calls for, uh, you know, it calls for garlic, fresh garlic. All right, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going out path market and get some fresh garlic. And you get a giant bulb of garlic and you use the two little slivers out of it and then you stick it back in the drawer and you don't use it again. And then next thing you know, you got uh, greens, you got triffids growing out of, your, <laughs> out of your garlic. You don't need that. With the brilliant friends at HelloFresh... You get just what you need. You get just the amount of ingredients for the meal you're cooking, and that's it. So there's no waste. This, to me, is the number one thing. I hate wasting food. So let me tell you that, um, very quickly, there are different plans to choose from. You could do classic, veggie, family. Um, It's fun to know that you're doing your own cooking, but it's all kind of made for you. And, you know, my wife did the actual cooking. Uh, What did we have? Um, Some kind of fish. It was a salmon. And that's the type of thing. You go, what, are you going to go to the fish store? You're going to buy the right... No, the salmon came to us with the little sprigs of um, asparagus. It was just the right amount. Delicious, fresh. And I'm not just saying that because it's Hello Fresh. It was fresh ingredients um, and just the right proportion. So you want to go to HelloFresh.com and use promo code ENGAGE30. So, uh, Brian, uh, you know, I, it sounds weird to say it, but I think I think we've kind of said everything we need to say. I'm uh, bittersweet. You're still my plus one when I get uh, screening invites to fanboy films. And I will uh, happily uh, accept every one of those. <laughs> I don't yet know if I have a plus one for Avengers. I asked, and oh, she said... Oh, that'd be great. My she said, get me. back to me. Yeah, it's Thursday. It's, um, it's a Tuesday. Uh, it's soon. Um, I'll let you know. 
uh, I said plus one for this, and she said I'll get back to you. So, but you know, you joined me for Ready Player One. You joined me for others. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yes, yes. All right, you're my guy for all the movies that we should be embarrassed to go see. (laughs) (laughs) I have no shame. When Aquaman comes out in 2021 or whatever the hell it is, we'll we'll go to that. No, I think Aquaman's Uh, next year, isn't it? I mean, it's filmed already. It's soon. It's (laughs) soon. And, you know, I saw, I'm in D8, I really can't say, I saw um, something way early. I'll tell you when we're off the air. Sure. I saw an upcoming uh, superhero movie super early. Like, it still had the green screen in it or whatever, but they wanted me to check it out. And, um, hey, listen, when you, you know, these sort of things happen to me once in a while. (laughs) I'm not just some schmo. Um, But it's great. It's so good. And it's one that it's one that people aren't even talking about right now. So I'll tell you in a minute. Um, but um, so you're still my guy for that. And I appreciate all you've done. And I appreciate uh, the Star Trek podcast. Yeah, Jordan, I, I appreciate you too. This has been a, probably my this is absolutely my the greatest experience I've had working at this job. And I and uh, I actually still do have a job. It's just not with podcasts anymore. But oh, yeah. You know, I should have said that up top. Nah, nobody cares. I mentioned the show. The show has been canceled, and the company was bought. But Brian still has a job. They, the Intercom, may be, have been penny what we call penny wise and pound foolish for canceling Engage, but they were very wise in recognizing the talents. Do not of Brian. cancel Brian. <laughs> they did not cancel Brian. What they have done is given him a different position, and they are going to exploit his skills in other fashions. So yes. he is going to be working uh behind a desk he's going to be in meetings hopefully riding the rising on the corporate food chain and becoming a wealthy man <laughs> uh which would be a wonderful thing and uh you know so he his his future is secure and Entercom Entercom's a great company i mean they just they just didn't want to be in the they didn't want to be in the Hoffman business but that's okay <laughs> uh but they're they're still in the Brian business so so that's even better so that's what's happening there. But do keep in touch, friends. You know, we do have that Facebook page. If, you know, you're more than welcome to continue to, to chat on there. I'll pop in periodically. Uh, it's facebook.com slash engage the official Star Trek podcast. I see no reason in shutting that down. Uh, you can certainly tweet at me. I'm at J Hoffman, H-O-F-F-M-A-N. And Brian is coarse hair, we've just learned. <laughs> and... Um, and I'll, listen, I'll see you at conventions. If you're the type of person who comes to conventions, I'll see you'll see me on stage, and I'm always ready to chat uh, about Star Trek. And I'm really excited about Discovery. When you know they're going to start shooting soon, and you know they don't know when they're going to air. You know, probably January of next year, but nobody really knows. That's just a guess. I don't have any intel on that. But when it airs again. Um, Brian, I think what we're just going to have to do is call each other on the phone and talk about it one on one. Well, maybe we'll just call while we watch it. We'll just talk during yeah. it. <laughs> we'll just talk over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think I and I'll have to buy my CVS. You know, that's the one thing. I'll, t- I'll oh, tell this little secret. Yeah. Uh, they 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 did they were they did get us early. Um, uh, links screeners. to the to, to screeners of of um, what you call it discovery, but because they were worried about piracy, which I understand because piracy is a big big problem in this industry, the screeners were not quite a hundred percent done. Like they the audio was a little weird, and they had a big fat stamp in the middle of the image with my name on it, 
Which yes. is good because that means if I leaked it, it you know I would clearly be the one goes back going to you. To, yeah, I'd be the one going to jail, and that's totally fine. But um, you know, I'm hosting the official Star Trek podcast. It would have been cool if they also gave me CBS All Access to watch. Um, but they never that never happened. Like they never got me a free, so I had to pay for my own CBS All Access this whole time. So when I was telling you, the listener, in my days of stumping for the show, being like, "Come on, just pay for it. It's not a big deal." I was right there with you. So I know was some I. of you never. Yeah, and so was Brian, <laughs> and he worked full time for CBS. I was just some some putts with the podcast, and I paid so- for CBS All Access for extra time because my wife was slacking off and she didn't finish the show <laughs> until a month after. <laughs> Oh yeah, I canceled the minute the show was my, over. My <laughs> my 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 uh, account just ended uh, on the first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll get it again when Discovery's back Absolutely. and Twilight Zone. I'm down for Twilight Zone. And they oh, just yeah. announced something else. What else did they announce recently? Um, that I don't know. Oh no, they announced something good. Oh shoot, gosh, it was something. Oh, they're thinking the stand. Stephen King's The Stand. Oh, I, I had not heard that. Okay, it's. I think it's. A, I think it's one of those unofficial official. Like it hasn't been officially announced, but it's. Uh, it's a rumor. So, so it came out. And everybody's back on the Stephen King bandwagon. Yeah, again. I think uh, I saw a rumor potentially. I mean, things are weird right now with Viacom and CBS. But yeah. you know, Twilight Zone, I'm down with. And you know, when Discovery comes back, I'm going to sh- shell out again, ten bucks a month. Blah blah blah. But I'm right there with you, fans. All right, so. All right, so that's it. Listen, we we had 90 episodes, close to two years. I call it a good run. It's a little bittersweet, but Brian, uh, I do consider this a a fun experience and a good run. And again, we are not being canceled due to low listenership or angry fans. It is a corporate decision that we are wise enough to know uh, is just, it's like getting angry at at, at the clouds. You just can't, uh, you can't fight it. And that's the way it is. So we'll see you on the internet. Brian, I oftentimes end the show by saying live long and prosper. I think maybe it's time to let you say it for the first time. How does oh, that wow. sound? The first and last time. So yeah, <laughs> this will this will be actually my last recording for a podcast. So all my other shows are done. I have my wait, other that, last that one today. Was, this is really, you've been in the podcast biz for years. This is your, because they're changing you to a new position. One yeah. with broader horizons and a bolder brighter future you're done with podcasts also this is it for you so well i'm not i'm done with the 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 recording and production of podcasts uh for the time being so this will be my actual last recording which is making me very sad right now oh my god um, but this is the best way to go out to go out with a bang so uh thank you to everybody for listening thank you for putting up with me and my not so great knowledge you know (laughs) Uh, but I give you a, I give you an A minus. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> unexpected. So thank you for listening, everyone out there, and live long and prosper. is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.